Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is Five Beliefs to Have Right Now. Five Beliefs to Have Right Now. Hey, before I get into this powerful message, let me tell you about some exciting things coming up through Igniting Hope Ministries. My wife, Wendy, is starting her annual Feasting on the Spirit, a free online event starting in the middle of November, 28 days to activate your spirit, to connect your spirit, the Holy Spirit. It's going to be great. Ignitinghopeacademy.com. You can sign up for that. Then Wendy is doing a five-month Academy of the Unseen Realm starting in January. All things Wendy. If you want more of her victorious emotions emphasis, you want more of her living from the unseen or mothering mystics or the wisdom that she has, that's going to be a great happening. We've got powerful content for that. Ignitinghopeacademy.com. It's not quite ready yet to be uh, purchased or getting the greater info. So watch out for info on Igniting Hope Instagram, Facebook, or our email newsletter at at ignitinghope.com. And then we're going to have, listen to this, listen to this. We're going to have February 11th, excuse me, 10th and 11th. Wendy and I and our team here are doing a two-day marriage conference online. Woo-hoo! We've been asked so many times, please do something on marriage, your marriage. Also, make sure you include in there how you do ministry together. That's coming up. Can watch for info coming through our media sources on that. But I want to get into today's teaching. Who I, I am fired up about this. Five beliefs to have right now. Five beliefs to have right now. By the way, even as I'm sharing this, I'm sensing that something powerful is getting released through this podcast. I've been traveling more, and I'm seeing what the Lord is doing and touching lives and bringing hope, and it's it's our hour. It's our hour. And certainly we know there's challenges. There's political unrest. There's economic challenges. There's a cancel culture. There's people who are afraid to speak up what they really believe because of that. There's wars. There's oppression. But I say, but God. But God, what do we believe? And again, what we believe ultimately is more important than what we do. We need good beliefs. The Old Testament was moved forward by good behavior. It didn't work well. The New Testament, the New Covenant, has moved forward by good beliefs. Certainly behavior is important. But even to upgrade that, we need to upgrade our beliefs first. Romans 12, 2 doesn't say be transformed by trying harder. Be transformed by focusing on your behaviors. No, it says be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Primarily focus on what you believe. If you want to see change, you want to see positive change in you, you want to see positive change around you, primarily focus on what you believe. Well, we need to know what to believe. <laughs> we, we need to know 
because these beliefs need to be specific. Now, there's certainly a lot of things to believe in this hour, but I'm going to give you five. I believe these are five important beliefs. Are you ready? Here's belief number one. This is our time to arise and shine. This is our time to arise and shine. Isaiah 60, verses 1 and 2. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the people. But the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will be seen upon you. It says, Arise, shine, for your light has come. It's time. It's our time to arise and shine. And it tells us that the, the, the backdrop, so to speak, of the ariser. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will arise upon you. Now, it's interesting. When we decide to arise, the Lord arises upon us. <laughs> He's the one whose grace is causing us to do it. But we are the ones who say, I'm going to arise and shine. This is our hour. This is our time. And this Isaiah 60 and Isaiah 61, I believe again these chapters are going to speak to us. If you're new and you've never read or, or meditated on those chapters, Isaiah 60 and 61 are life-launching chapters. And if, we, if you've read them many times, I believe it's time again. So belief number one is this. This is our time to arise and shine. Belief number two, we each have a significant purpose. We each have a significant purpose. <laughs> That's important. It says in Romans 12, 6, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. Let me read it again. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. It's interesting it talks earlier in that chapter. It says we've been each given a measure of faith or a metron of faith. Metron is really an area of responsibility, an area of authority. We've each been given an area like that. And then it tells us that we're part of a body. We're mutually working together. We're partnering with each other, with each other's callings and giftings to present Jesus to the world. We're all important. We, we each have a significant purpose. One of the greatest things we can tell people is God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. God loves you and has a wonderful plan, wonderful purpose for your life. That's a belief to have. We, we're not called to do what other people are called to do. We're not called to just be like so-and-so. Certainly, we're all going to do some of the same things, but we each have a specific area. And I believe that the Lord is releasing grace on you to understand your assignment and your purpose like never before. That's belief number two. We each have a significant purpose. Belief number three, all things are working together for good. All things are working together for good is a third belief. It's one of the most powerful promises in the whole Bible. 
It's in Romans 8, 28. And all things work together for good for those who love God and are the called according to his purpose. All things work together for good for those. And I believe you are part of the those who love God and are the called according to his purpose. When we just say, I love you, Lord, and I recommit myself to your purpose in my life, it accelerates everything to work together for good. The poor choices that we've made, the things that have happened to us, the things around us. God's such a master at turning negatives into positives that people have created theology saying he sent the negative in the first place. <laughs> Here, Here's the thing. You know, I know the devil, he hates Romans 8.28. It's, it's one of the verses he hates the most. I mean, this is the normal story in hell. Now, by the way, I was thinking about the devil, and uh, I've come up with a good biography title for the devil. It's this, It Backfired Again. It Backfired Again. And this is the normal story in hell. Well, we don't have to worry about her anymore. Yep, those things that we sent are, are just... She's done. Then six months later, boom. <laughs> what was that? Uh, well, Mr. Devil, remember the one that you said we don't have to worry about anymore? Well, she's stronger than ever. Those things have worked together for good. And that bomb that hit us was from her. It backfired again. It's the normal thing. I mean, obviously, the ultimate backfire was when Jesus was crucified. And when the devil thought he crucified Jesus, no, Jesus laid his life down, but the devil didn't get it. If he would have got it, he would have killed all the Romans and Jews trying to kill Jesus because if he would have got it, he said, we're not only going to have one problem, we're going to have millions of them. But it was backfired on him. He put the apostle Paul in jail. Yep, don't have to worry about the apostle Paul anymore. And in jail, he wrote, a good chunk of the New Testament, it backfired. All of us in our lives can look at certain situations. It seems so negative, but we can see now how it backfired against the enemy and how it's turned out for good. I'm not saying all things are good that happen, but the Lord can turn them to good. And so this is belief number three. All things are working together for good. Well, I love these beliefs. We started off with, this is our time to arise and shine. We each have a significant purpose. All things are working together for good. And then I want to give you two final beliefs. And again, if you're familiar with the Igniting Hope message, you are going to know these. Number one, or excuse me, number four <laughs> is there is always a solution. Why don't you say that with me? There is always a solution. This is a belief to have right now. Whatever you're facing, it's a belief to have at all times. But I believe that Holy Spirit has inspired me to bring this before you today. 1 Corinthians 10, 13 says no temptation. And some, some versions say no trials. No temptation has come upon you except which is common to man. And God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you can bear, but with the temptation will provide the way of escape that you may be able to bear up 
under it. My, oh my. Basically, it says that we can bear up under challenges because we know there's a way of escape. There's a solution. There's a solution for every situation that we face. There's a solution for your family. There's a solution for our nation. There's a solution for financial things, for physical things. And what's amazing is that if the brain doesn't believe there's a solution, it won't look for one. And hope, once we get hope, the belief that the future will be better than the present and I have the power to help make it so, once we get hope, we actually start seeing solutions where we never saw one. And I'll tell you this, if we don't factor in the supernatural, we're not going to believe in solutions because God's solutions often defy logic. His solution to feed 5,000 was a just a little fish and a little amount of bread. His solution against Goliath was a teenage boy who was a shepherd. <laughs> His solution for the children of Israel being in bondage in Egypt was a, a leader on the backside of the desert who had been a, a failure and he had one encounter. And he delivered his people. And on and on and on. We'll see in scripture where there is always a solution. And even right now, a situation uh, that you're facing, and, and maybe I'm facing, the belief that there is no solution is usually a bigger problem than the problem. Wow, I like that. Here's the last belief. We will thrive no matter what happens. And you can personalize this. I will thrive no matter what happens. Just say that with me. I will thrive no matter what happens. And Philippians 4.13, Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The context of that is he, he said, whether I'm abounding or abased, the previous verses, I've learned to be content. I can do all things. He says, uh, I'll thrive as a millionaire. I'll, I'll thrive in jail. I'll thrive with government I like. I'll thrive with government I don't like. This belief and Listen, this is a vital belief right now because if we don't attach hope to our faith and hope is what causes us to believe we can thrive because hope people have a lot of options. Faith, people without hope believe if certain things don't happen, it's all over. And I'm going to stand for certain things to happen, but my faith is not in certain things happening, certain laws getting done, certain people getting in positions. My faith is in him. And we don't fully understand our assignments. We don't fully understand why maybe some things would even turn in a negative way. But when we believe we'll thrive no matter what happens, then we become part of the solution in what God is going to do because God's not surprised at what has happened. Five beliefs to have right now. This is our time to arise and shine. We each have a significant purpose. All things are working together for good. There is always a solution. We will thrive no matter what happens. 
hey, before I, I go on, and if you're able to do this, why don't you just stop the recording and meditate on which one of these five beliefs is the most important for you? And then pray into it. Ask the Holy Spirit for wisdom and how to strengthen that belief. And I believe that it's going to bring transformation as you renew your mind with that. Wow. Hey, great to be back. If those of you were able to take a little, little time to meditate on that, if you weren't, I just speak grace over you for these five beliefs. Hey, thanks so much for listening to these podcasts from Igniting Hope Ministries. If this podcast blessed you, I want you Tell somebody else about it. Send it to them. It's going to come out in blog form as well on our website, ignitinghope.com. And those of you who receive our weekly newsletter on Mondays, it will be the blog for this first week in November. Hey, we're here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get through hope, Circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope's an unstoppable force. If something's going to change, somebody has hope. Somebody believes the future will be better than the present, and they have the power to help make it so. Remember, too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need joy at the end of the battle. We need joy in the middle of the battle, and because I need strength in the middle of the battle. <laughs> and for pretty much everybody listening, today's just not a good day to be radically joyful. You know, I've never found a good day to just be radically joyful. There always seems to be a reason. There always seems to be an uncertainty. There always seems to be a personal weakness. There always seems to be a relational thing. There always seems to be too much negative news in the media to be joyful. But I'll tell you, I need strength. And a merry heart is good like medicine. I want longevity as well. How do we stir up joy? Two ways I've been sharing. Number one is we do it through increasing our thanksgiving. Psalm 100 verse 4 says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a gate to many things. It's also a gate to joy. When we start focusing on what we do have rather than focusing on what we think we don't have and we become grateful, it's a gateway into joy. And we also do it by delighting in the Lord. Psalm 37 verse 4 says, Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Well, the context of the delighter there is that if he's going to be given desires, then there's desires that have not been realized yet. There's disappointment in certain things not happening, but the delighter is delighting with unfulfilled desires. How many of us have unfulfilled desires? How many of us things we wish were happening that weren't happening? Well, we all do. We all do. And delighting is a strength, but it's also a key to breakthrough to seeing what we desire happen. Thank you so much. And as we've been doing for months, let's take five seconds to pray for Igniting Hope Ministries. It's been working. We feel it. We feel momentum. We thank you. 
It's a little selfish of me as I want to model how attaching five seconds of prayer, five attaching faith to five seconds of prayer is more powerful than praying 30 minutes without attaching faith. And we're reaping the benefits. Well, I hope that you're also learning a great principle. So why don't you take five seconds and pray the prayer of faith over Igniting Hope Ministries, Wendy, me, our team, all these events that I've talked about, Wendy's Feasting on the Spirit, the Academy of the Unseen Realm, our marriage conference, two-day online marriage conference in February, and more things that thank you just for your prayers right now. Amen, amen. And thank you to those who've been sowing financially into Igniting Hope. It means so much to us as we bless people with courses, books, etc. All right, hey, God bless. I look forward to you being with us again on another podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.